This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba. There we go. We got our chuckles in. The last five minutes, Loosened everybody up. missed yeah. out because I didn't hit record yet. <laughs> but it's like trying to explain a joke. If we said it after the fact, it wouldn't be as funny. That's fair. Yeah. Don't worry. I do it all the time on the podcast. You probably notice. Oh, we notice. Yeah, you're good. We're just <laughs> talking about CJ's superpower of he, he can just check out at any given time. And almost hop back into the conversation at any given time. So he's listening. He's just not paying attention. For all the viewers at home. Yeah. For the vast majority of you. Whenever they're talking about things I don't know anything about or don't care about, my brain shuts off. And then I hear one thing that I care about. And I'm like, oh, okay. I can say something. Engage. Yeah. (laughs) And we're back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an on-off switch for you. It's hey, it's, it's, right it's worked out, especially when I was in high school, <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't that long ago for him. Yeah, two years ago, thirteen. Thirteen. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, it can't so, be that long. Mm-hmm. Thirty-one. I graduated when I was eighteen. You're thirty-one. I was thinking you were thirty. Snuck another birthday in there. Yeah, I guess so. We can stay with 30 for as long as you want because no <laughs> fucking difference. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's fair. Yeah, there's it's like birthdays matter when you're a kid up to like 16, 18, maybe even 21, and then you stop giving a shit. Yeah. Until it you're just, like it just gives us a reason to throw a party. 80, 90, 100, like then those numbers matter. It's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're still here. Yeah, everywhere <laughs> in between doesn't matter, but yeah. <laughs> See, 25 is an important birthday. Yeah. You know why, though? Did it feel important? Yeah. Because my insurance rates dropped by almost (laughs) 50%. Yeah. The magic number of car insurance. Did yours guys go up at all for no reason? Yeah, big time. Okay. I thought I was fucking crazy. No. You know what it is? Well, what it is, at least with mine, was during COVID, they started reducing the rates across the board because everybody was driving less. So you basically got two years of lower insurance, and now it's climbing back up. Mine's back up to about where it was. I thought it was all because I added a 16-year-old to my insurance. I thought it was because I turned 31. I was like, how the fuck does that even work? Nope. Everyone's driving more, so when the renewals come up, everybody... you can't go five miles without seeing an accident. Mm. I mean, it's everybody's it's bumper cars out there, just yep. constant. Last night they had the shutdown part of two thirty five for, for a big right, accident. Yeah, it was right on maybe right next to my house, pretty much. Wow. Uh, we were we were coming home, and the whole like in between that exit, right on. Right where my house is, there was like a good mile. Nobody could drive on. They had to go through the exit. Oh, that's Jesus Christ. I was trying to figure out what happened. I couldn't see anything. The other thing is, is while people think they can stop on expressways, I've never experienced that until like the last couple of months. 
it's like you're driving on an expressway and people are just slowing down and then they stop and you're like there's there's nothing you can't stop on an it's not like a road where you kind of just pull off no they're just stopping on the expressway it's like middle of nowhere Wait, you're not supposed to stop no, on the expressway? Um, yeah, Did I, they have their hazards on? No, <laughs> they just literally stop. It's like, you know what I think it is, is that they're following Google and Google messes up and they don't know where they're going or where their exit is. So they start slowing down, slowing down, waiting for their whatever map service or whatever to catch back up to tell them where to go. It's called keep driving and hit the next exit. It's not that fucking hard. Or, or read the signs like you know, just yeah. read the sign. Yeah. That's for poor people. Oh, please. <laughs> poor people. <laughs> Use people. both of them intelligently. Like, look where you're going and then read the signs. There's a lot of times, like, I, I kind of know where I'm going. Still have the GPS on, but I'm driving. And then if I, like, kind of like, eh, I don't know about here, and I'll look then over you, it. Then yeah. you look over it. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's like, Oh, I need to stay on Route 6. Well, guess what? All I got to do is follow signs for Route 6. I don't need to know that the road changes not in names nine times from from every little town, village, and city that I'm going through. You know, it's, Those are nice whenever you're going through downtown Kansas City and every road. It's like seven different roads, but you're on the same road. Yeah. <laughs> that was That's fucking annoying, especially when you're not from there. It's yeah, like, because the map just keeps about 300 meters till, 100 meters till, 400 mm. meters till. No, I'm 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 on Route Six or I'm Route 121 or yeah. I'm still on the same fucking road. Thank you. <laughs> Are you telling me that I'm going to a different road? It's, <laughs> it, it almost tells you like it's an exit. Yeah. But it's really just the same road. That That is kind of very confusing. And if you're listening to it, that'll fuck your whole day up. That's how accidents are caused. Exactly. That's And that's why I think people are stopping on highways is, and it messes up and now they don't know what to do. Yeah. Especially up around like where you got three major expressways all coming in and out of each other, like 290, uh, 94 and 294. Everybody drives 20 miles an hour because they're trying to figure out which just just stay on your stay on this one. You know, go. <laughs> ah, I can get out of soapbox easy when it comes down to driving right now. <laughs> Chicago do that to you. St. Louis is funny. St. Louis, you can get through fairly easy, but it seems like there's constant accidents for some reason of people running into walls. I don't know why, but down there, they run into a lot of wall, like, like the highway expressway walls driving along. And next thing you know, they're like, whack. You're like, whoa, what were, what were you looking at? <laughs> There's no turn there. <laughs> I got, I got nothing. I know. <laughs> I I think my favorite one recently was sitting over in Indy and I was like three cars back from the stoplight and the the light turned green and this guy it was in an old tan square box 
Oh, it was like an 80s. It looks like it looked like an old 80s car that was all boxy, square, ugly as hell. He barely gets his nose out. Here comes a lady that runs the red light, tags the corner of his car, and shoves him into a telephone pole. And I'm sitting there Christ. going, did that, did that just really happen? Yep, sure it did. Way we go. It's like, yeah, I've seen a, well, just the other, uh, actually in the last week, I, there's, uh, I think it's like an F-150 that rolled over on its side and they had they ended up so they had the part of the interstate or whatever blocked off um and then driving past it later they had sawed off the top part of the cab to get whoever out so it's like that sucks yeah and then there was you know somewhere else there was an accident and it was some little shit box that either got t-boned or head on or something like it was brutal it's like this i mean it wasn't a chevette but it was like a mangled up chevette <laughs> like some small little thing that just was like a beer kit an empty beer can that somebody just crushed in their hand and then you know like a another truck or an suv it's like oops that sucks oh, talking about little little shit cars this is a head south. This is more of a country road where it's it's deer highway. And I look over and I saw a smart car that the whole front of the thing was gone. And there was the dead deer. And I knew the guy was okay because he's standing outside. But it's like you're driving a go-kart, dude. It's <laughs> the front of the car was gone it's like you saw engine pieces laying on the ground it's like there's another reason not to drive not to get yeah <laughs> well and, and the funny thing about those cars even mini coopers or some of those like super small things like they're the biggest people that buy them oh yeah big in terms this... of tall big in terms of like 300 pounds it's like what the fuck are you doing yeah. why is it that it's like these giants and i mean granted I, I, at my height everyone's a giant but <laughs> you know it's like but you know they're always tall there's a guy and i think i've mentioned this before there's a guy i worked with and he was six two six four and he he had a mini cooper like the small mini cooper and he fit and he fit and then but then he was super excited because he bought a smart car oh that's stupid it's like dude cooper. what Wait, what? what? And you have kids. You have two kids and you're married. What the fuck are you doing? So, so he bought the car so no one would ride with them? Apparently. It's like, <laughs> I want to be my, maybe it was because he wanted to be by my, by, by himself. himself. Like, yeah. I guess who am I to project and judge? But I, I never understand. Or you invariably, you see one of those in a Sam's parking lot or a Costco parking lot. It's like, what the fuck are you buying in bulk that you're going to carry home in a smart car? <laughs> they got special parking for them, too. Yeah. Uh -huh. I can't wait I till CJ park. buys the minivan. That's where I park. I park. What is it? The compact cars? Uh huh. That's me all With over. your F 150. <laughs> <laughs> She'll fit <laughs> in two spots. <laughs> 
It can't smell fear, honey. It's a double wide compact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is it? There's some bit about that, like in like it like parking spots. And I don't know if it was in New York or somewhere in California, San Francisco or something where the part like it was a parking garage and the spot was like a hundred thousand dollars. And it wasn't anything fancy or anything like that, but it was just per year because it's in, like I said, it's in downtown San Francisco or downtown Manhattan or something. And, but there's, it was like comedians were talking about, like, it's, it's almost like a, like we're doing, like we're just comment making commentary on shit and they're talking. It's like, could you imagine like somebody selling it? Like, I'm going to sell this today. It's like, here's, here's the spot. Um, take a look like a real estate agent when you're buying a house. It's like, take a look around and uh, let me know what you think. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is this, Will this good... work for your car? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a like, who's parking next to me? Like what kind of cars? Like who are our neighbors? What are they like? It's just, funny. It's, a, it's a funny little bit. So nice. if I've, I find it, I'll send it out, post it. Anyway, questions. Okay, I got. We got a question. This probably you. But, it was me. Okay, this one I, I we just have to answer because I had to think about it. What happened to the pocket comb or the handkerchief? <clears throat> First off, CJ, did you ever carry a pocket comb like the little little black combs when you were in high school to comb your hair? You think I have ever combed my fucking hair? So that's a so is that a no? I have personally never combed my hair. Did you have a pick? Oh, so who <laughs> combed your hair when you were little? Yes, my mother did. Yes. Okay. All right. I Just said leave. I have it. I have it. <laughs> so your girlfriend or your fiance get yeah, it she right. picks my hair. She fixes your hair? Okay. Man. You think I that- wash my own fucking hair? That's like that's like full on big boy game right there. Do you yeah, touch your impressive. hair? Nope. Nope. I got someone for that. <laughs> I have a I have a gal for that. <laughs> that's awesome. Does she feed you grapes while she's washing your hair? Sometimes. Yeah, fair. So Usually that's it's little why pieces he looked- of cheese on a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> With the fancy little uh like cellophane whatever frilly shit at the end of it yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. Looking that's fancy. why he looks so good when we do nighttime podcast podcast but if we do a morning one he looks like he looks hell like shit because yeah. he hasn't had time to have her comb his hair mm-hmm. okay yeah fair fair i like that didn't have time Over a car. gotta wake up earlier i'm not <laughs> yeah i used to carry a pocket comb all the time Wait, was it like those switchblade combs? I used to have one of those also because they were cool. I never had one of those. No, there's no way those things were cool. They were. (laughs) Hey, when you're a dumb, there was a hot minute, fifteen years old. Those were. There's a hot minute that that was cool. At least that's what I'm telling myself. You just didn't have long hair to comb. No, I didn't. I mean, when I was younger, I remember it's like it's like 
you should have one or need to have one. Even a handkerchief as a little kid. Like, I mean, and I'm eight, nine, ten, like whatever. I, I remember, you know, my dad still carries one to this day. He's a, he doesn't have a comb, but he does have a hanky that he See, I keeps keep a, a handkerchief in my bag. Like I got a little bag that I throw in the car and stuff. So I have, I, I just don't have one on my person, but I have access to one. That's the closest I'll, I'll get to that. And, but yeah, my I uncles all carry them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw something about that, that asked that question about the comb. And then that made me think of handkerchiefs and just other stuff like a coin purse, like, or like you had your wallet, but then also a little coin purse, like, or whatever, like those plastic yep. football-looking things. Uh-huh, and you open you them squeeze. up. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, the, these are old people references that CJ ain't going to get. But it just made me think of, you well, know, today, but to we carry. True, but today, you know, we we have a wallet and we carry around our phones. But beyond that, that's, does people even carry around, I mean, maybe even a lighter, but pocket knife? Like I what's always have everyday a carry. Knife. I pretty much always have a pocket knife unless I'm flying. But you know, when we were kids, and like my, uh, our parents are carrying around combs, handkerchiefs. Like, there's more. Like the everyday carry was different than it the, is. Definitely is today. But like, what happened? What it's like? I know. I just never wanted to carry one. Like, who gives a fuck? I just hate having things in my pockets, honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm down to. It's what I mean. I even went with the like an ultra thin wallet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it's I, a couple of cards that I need and some cash and a driver's license. That's all I have. It's like, what was the smallest wallet I could buy that still allows me to? I have that. Have everything that you need. Yeah. Yep. That key fob and a pocket knife. Yeah, that's basically what I got in a in a small space pen thing that's teeny, but then I could pop it open and it's come in handy more often than I'd think. It's probably the best five bucks or however much it cost me. See, that all goes into a like I got a little like everyday carry bag. So if I'm going in the truck, that has all no. It's a backpack. <laughs> it's a purse. I do not have a purse. I don't pack. have a satchel or a fanny a satchel. pack. <laughs> nope. Hey, that backpack went all the way overseas with me and back again. So, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. I'll it's, carry it's, a backpack it's a, around. Yeah. yeah, it's a small little backpack, you know, and it's like, all right. It's like uh, Just throw a shit in. flashlight, yep. gloves ink pens, all the stuff I don't want to put in my pockets, but comes in handy when I'm working or just to have in the car for general, whatever it's, but yeah, I don't, I, I have pens floating around in my car. I hate carrying a pen because I, I, I'm the person that leaves them in my pants and washes them. (laughs) And then they explode and they (laughs) come out. Uh huh. Yeah. Sounds about right. It's a good thing I have blue jeans and mostly black clothing. That way you don't notice. I, I'm not colorful. So, yeah. yeah. I remember, you know, in high school and, and guys and gals with feathered hair and the whole so combs were, you know, people Comb I never brushes. did. But yeah. 
and 80 the 80s were big hair like that was all about big hair so it's like they'd sit there and play with it in between class or at the cafeteria uh, yep see how far in some ways i miss that that's the one thing from the 80s i mean there's there's something about that hair that just i know but you see someone with 80s hair now and it just you you would laugh i totally get it i yeah i'm like no that I didn't think it looked good then, and yeah, I no. Mm. There's, there's some that it. Yeah, mm. yeah, I, I, I feel you. Anyway, it's just interesting. It's like we've kind of lost, and I get it. It's like right, you don't want to carry shit that you don't need to carry. And like you, I don't have. Uh, I hated having a wallet in my back pocket, like the big, thick oh, George yeah. Costanza wallet that has. I carried a Texan wallet forever, the long, long, skinny one, so I could lay bills flat. But on a chain? Like, yep, I had a chain <laughs> one for a while, biker wallet, sure did. But, you know, it just became annoying. It, uh, I actually used to have hip problems and everything else. Mm-hmm. Take the wallet out, went with the thin wallet, put it in my front pocket. Done. Gone. Yeah. Cause see, when I was in the military with wearing of fatigues and stuff, it always a wallet always went into the side pocket. Oh yeah. So then I got... didn't have to wear it in the back pocket. That was easy. And then when I started traveling, everybody says you should put your wallet in your front pocket so you don't get pickpocketed as easy. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to put this big old Texan wallet in there. And so it's like the last four or five like years. Putting a paperback book in your front pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how some of these people fit their phones into their front pockets. You see them walking around with this big old square bulge. I'm like, that's how do you sit down? I Less the phone holster when you see see anyone with a holster for their phone these days it's like oh where is it be you yeah it's like yep. way to be yourself brother oh that's the most dad phone thing you've <laughs> yeah. ever seen and they always have the biggest like it's almost tablet size oh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Is Might that as well be wearing an iPad on their belt. <laughs> well, some of what is it, the Samsung one or whatever? It's almost the size of a six-inch Kindle. There's the not much di- we're talking. Yeah. It's screen size is almost the same. Yeah. It's just the Kindle has like this little inch of space around that, but the, the screen itself. It... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just interesting. You know, you think about shit like that. It's like combs and, you know, like I said, even wallets or, um, you know, and and I understand too, there there are some people I know there's band director I work with. He'd always have, even up until like 2000, like he retired in 2000 something. 2012 2010 but he he would carry around a fanny pack but he if he got stung by a bee and there was something else he needed an EpiPen, so he kept it that that was just his way of and that way it was with him and not his wife and yeah. you know whatever kind of thing but certain people can pull off fanny packs i've noticed 
90% of the time, I'm going to laugh at you. But there's 10% of people out there that make them work. Not sure how. But you look at them and you're like, you know. Is that, that a tactical you. fanny pack? <laughs> what do you, okay, CJ, what do you think of those older over-the-shoulder fanny packs? Because that's basically what it is. The one shoulder uh, backpack. Oh, yeah. I know yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. I, like I a sling. I have, I have absolutely no opinion. I, it's not something I would ever do nor care yeah. about. But you to don't me, it's like, give a shit either. Yeah. No, nah, I could give a fuck less. If you want to wear it, sure. But I'm, if, if I'm hanging out with you, I'm probably going to say something. <laughs> See, my point is, why you don't probably have a gun be making thing, fun of you? The if you don't have time. a gun in that thing. What do you got in there? Your lip gloss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just get a regular backpack at that point? You know, it's. What, what do you really. What are you carrying in there? Like, how much shit do you really have that you need to have a over-the-shoulder fanny pack? Yeah, I, I don't see. Most of the time, I'd rather just not even have my wallet on me because ninety-five percent of the time, you don't even fucking need it unless you're going to a, a restaurant or I don't fucking know grocery shopping. Well, where do you keep your driver's license? In my wallet. Yeah. But so- if I'm with Allie, I'll just throw my wallet in her purse. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Hey, yeah. you want to hold on to this? Just throw it in there. Throw it in there. Throw it back into the abyss. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Already... That's fair. Again. Yeah, she's already carrying shit. So it's a difference. Yeah. It's already five pounds of shit. One more pound ain't gonna do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's just interesting to think about, you know, there's the different different time and a different like you don't it was almost a requirement to have a hanky on you though back in the day oh yeah yeah. so i think that's like my uncles and stuff they all had them still it sounds do. gross to me it sounds absolutely fucking nasty uh, yeah, yeah that's fair if i blow my nose i don't want to keep it <laughs> yeah yeah <Fair. laughs> understandable absolutely. but i know uh yeah my my dad had like a drawer full so you just wash them all and just a dumb thing all right my 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 next fun thing since i i my i'm going to show some of my nerd side off but as in some of my nerdiness of Back. I, I like to look through D&D stuff, Dungeons and Dragons, for those that don't know the abbreviation. From here on out, I'll just say D&D. And there's a bunch of us that are nerdy or whatever, but I like reading up on the stuff, especially when I'm reading some of my fantasy books or stuff to see where the ideas are coming over. And then there's one website, which they have a lot of homebrew, which kind of falls off the normal things. They have this one that I came across that called the War Wizard. Now, in and of itself, we're not going to go into all the little nitty-gritty crap about the whole numbers game on it, but they have 14 rules. And I'm like, a war wizard that has 14 rules? This sounds interesting. So I started reading. So under each rule, they they list the rule, and then they give you all the mumble-jumble crap that none of us care about. And I was like, 
my thought here was some nerd, which I guess was from the in from the military or in the military at the same time, came up with this character class concept because these rules are awesome. <laughs> now the first okay. wizard rule. So okay, so when you're becoming a war wizard and you're working up and leveling up each time you level or whatever, you can get one. But the first wizard rule is people are stupid. They believe lies mainly because they're either want them to be true or fear them to be true. Now think about this is in Dungeons and Dragons, nerdy game, numbers things. Everybody thinks about the guy sleeping or whatever, but D and is bigger than the normal gaming. There's <laughs> a lot of people play D and D. That's that rule is so true. And now I want to read the second Even a part. rule is not just a fact. It's a, it is a fact, but we'll get into that. You, okay. this is could be right, but I like reading this part. It's like beginning at second level. There's the nerdy part. You may use a bonus action to use the wizards for first rule. Oh, we're no, that's not what I wanted to read. Okay, that's the dumb part. No, no. Okay, wizard rules. This is the part I I, I meant to read first. All war wizards learn and memorize the 14 wizard rules. They are used to defend oneself from manipulation and defeat, but they can also be used for manipulation and defeat of your enemies. We've talked about this before. This is nothing. Yeah, yeah. You level up, you learn more wizard rules and are able to use. I meant to read that first. So we, I'll have to cut and splice that. Yeah, we'll, the we'll change that in post. But yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll switch that, that in post. post. Yeah, so yeah. this is and this turn. is the future. <laughs> and we're gonna go back to the past here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But makes sense, right? Yeah. As you learn these things. So what was the first rule again? People are stupid. They believe lies mainly because they either want them to be true or fear them to be true. Right. Is it that so our what... society? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and right, you can you can like like uh like you mentioned right it's not just like so understanding it allows understanding that rule allows you not to be manipulated by that stuff at the same time it also i see what they're saying it allows you because you can use that to feed into somebody to manipulate them into doing what you want them to do because these days you can just add a hair of something that's plausible enough that ties into some emotion, something they feel should be true. And next thing you know, you got a fighter for your cause that you just made up. Of, yeah. Of why, why women should be able to sell bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> or farts in a jar. Farts in a jar. All right. Wizard's second rule. The greatest harm comes from the best intentions. That social services through and through. There was a great idea along the way. But yeah, the war and poverty. Yeah. yeah. It's so much is done in the name of some greater good that f- ends up fucking us all. Yep. Screws everybody over. You know, but hey, we had great intentions. Exactly. Hey. 
And you know, something else. Oh, we I- meant well. Sure, we communism killed millions of people, but they, but they meant, meant well. well. They meant well. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like that just wipes you away. <laughs> he didn't mean none of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The leader of Germany in the 19, late 30s, very early 40s. Uh, he he meant well. He was a nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was he was just trying to help his people out. Yep. I mean, the ironic thing is he was actually elected. He just didn't bring him out of poverty. Yeah. Yep. Had a whole bunch this is true. Of, did a lot of good things. <laughs> did they outweigh the bets? But something else I've no- noticed with, with that is like pick any organization however you want to. It's like whoever created it. For that short period of time that they were in charge of it, it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then they either pass away or they pass the torch on to the next group. And then whoever becomes in charge after that, it's still pretty decent, but it's not quite as good as the original. And then yeah. the farther away you get from whatever focal point of who created it or who started it, the more the people, because it wasn't their thing. They didn't, this wasn't, they're just trying to carry on a legacy. They may not even have any belief in. Yeah. Or that, that wasn't theirs because by this point they don't have true skin in that game other than family name and legacy. Right. But they, one that they don't really care. They're not truly anchored to. To. Yep. Yeah, that made me think of what is it in billions? The what's the snack cake company? Oh. Yum time and and Bobby Axelrod talks about that. He's like, you know, whoever the first generation grows it, the you know the the second generation something like carries it on, and the third generation blows it. Yeah, yeah. It just that feels like a cycle. Yeah. All right. Wizard's third rule. Passion rules reason for better or for worse. Mm. I see. I should just talk about your guys' expressions. Because CJ's not saying much, but his face is saying all kinds of things as he thinks this through. <laughs> Passion. What was that? I just Passion? like how this guy's kind of making fun of society with the rules of this wizard. Yeah, oh, it gets it, it's this That's, way all the way through. It's yeah, more or less. I, I got nothing to say because it's just telling exactly how it is. Yes, amen, brother. What's next? What's the next <laughs> what one? else? What else he got? Okay, wizard's fourth rule there is magic and sincere forgiveness in the forgiveness you give, but more so in the forgiveness you receive. Mm. Okay. Do I need to say that again, CJ? Yeah, one more time. Okay. There is magic in sincere forgiveness. In the forgiveness you give, but more so in the forgiveness you receive. Makes. I see what they're doing. It's like, it's one thing to forgive you for whatever. Stealing my chocolate. Jerk. But... (laughs) Um, that's not but, what you said. You said you were giving it to me. 
I said I'd give it to you if you got in the van, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I had to push you in. <laughs> Is that what happened to you, CJ? You got into the van. <laughs> but but receiving, like being on the receiving end of forgiveness is better or I wonder too how much of that is some of that just forgiving ourselves, right? There's mm-hmm. there's power. How much more power is there in forgiving ourselves in a way for you know past mistakes or shit that we did? Call it closure, call it whatever you want. There's there's I, I, that's fair. There's true power in letting go of things of the past that have hung over your head for a very long time because a lot of that shit can bring you down. But if you exactly finally, if you finally forgive yourself, I mean, it's like it's like a whole new fucking world. Yeah, because th- that that thing doesn't really have control over you. So it's one thing to forgive somebody else because like you said, there's no sense in holding a grudge against, you know, at a certain point you just have to say, fuck it. Like whatever, I don't care anymore. Um, But, you know, obviously for some things and some people that's harder to do easier to say harder to do, but, uh, but yeah, that's a fair take. Next one. Uh, Fifth rule. Mind what people do, not just what they say, for deeds will betray them. We got hours of talking about this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, it's like I read this one and I'm like, so is the dude has was the dude part of the BR Nation? He's been listening. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's like I wish there was like a date on this page that told me when this was like created and who yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, something along that lines, because it's like he took all he of said our that, ideas. Right? Well, you know, One of your I buddies, don't... he took all of our ideas. He's like, I know Nate will find this. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking nerd. But I, I look I, I, like I'm reading through this and I'm like, you know, there's some guy out there someplace that thinks like we do. Mm-hmm. So as small as, as our little like little bubble is. There are other little bubbles thinking like this. And this is like a huge D&D website. So, you know, millions of people, I'm sure, hit this website. There's probably been thousands of people to read these rules, if not more. So it's like, but how many people take them to heart or try to, you know, they just think of it as, oh, this is a nerdy war mage, blah, blah, blah. Whereas I'm like, this is legit stuff. All right. Um, Sixth rule. The only sovereign you can allow to rule you is reason. Makes sense. What's that? Not emotion. Yeah. Goes back to the other one about the passion. It's like, that's so... Yeah, it's these like the rules of barbarian. You, you know, I, I if if it wasn't full on plagiarism, yeah, I would so on post these. I think they're that good. Um, the wizard's seventh rule: life is the future, not the past. Yep, yep. You know, it's. I got nothing to add to any of these, hardly. 
You know, uh, on that one, that you know what that makes me think is that he was reading like something like Robert Greene when he created this, mm-hmm. or like the laws of power kind of thing. Yeah, he was, or or he was reading what one of the books or one of the works, and was like, oh, because some of these sound like it comes out of some of the books I've read, so it's not new concepts. If anyone the laws was thinking, of human nature. Yeah. That one's really good. All right. The eighth rule, deserve victory. I I think there's a lot of guys out there that won't count their victories when they get them. Mm -hmm. I, you know. I feel like they don't deserve it. Yeah. For whatever, even if they put all the work, the effort in and be like, oh, yeah. No, you won, dude. You, you you did good. You know, even like my boy when he went and crashed his car or truck into the cornfield or whatever. I count that as a victory that he lived through that. You know, it's like that was an intense one. I, I to me, that's a checkbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Ninth rule. A contradiction cannot exist in reality, not in part nor in whole. Interesting. There's no no contradictions. I don't really follow that one. Let me see. Sometimes the extra little will tell you something. Oh, it's talking about killing undead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Thus destroying the greatest contradiction in this or any world. Target undead within blah, blah, blah. Blast force. So uh, I see what he's saying, right? It's <clears throat> the undead. How can you have an undead? A living thing that's undead. You have to kill an un- right. You know, it's a ah, it's a dead okay. thing. There it is. But you have to kill it. Yeah, it's a zombie, but you have to kill it. But it's dead, dead. or a mummy, or a, you know, whatever. Cannot exist in reality. Yeah, that one falls into the nerdy side. I go that that's more more game related. But uh, you know, I, I suppose there's there's something that right there's always going to be contradictions and being able to suss those out and squash them or not fall for them or not get wrapped up in them okay how about how about this is there any place in the world where gravity goes the other direction so that doesn't exist right everything falls toward the earth until you get farther enough away from it you know, if you start going with abstract concepts of like that, like will water flow uphill? Officially, nope. Nope. But isn't the here. Nile? Isn't the Nile the one river that basically flows backwards? Flows backwards. Yeah, I don't remember why. Yeah, it's a game thing, but at it, it, the same time, I you know I you could. 
I think you, you can stretch that to something in the real world, but yeah. Okay. okay yep. The 10th rule, willingly turning aside from the truth is treason to oneself. Mm. I would like to, to put that on billboards. I like that. <laughs> yeah. We, we, it's like we live in, you know, this is brought up in 1984, but it's, it's true today. Like, they're trying to unhinge facts from truth. And then when one, when you do that, then there's no such truth can be whatever you want. And that's another thing too, like these days, that notion of, Oh, there's my truth and your truth and just speak your truth. And it's like, there isn't anyone's truth. There's opinions. Yes. Yes. And then there is the truth mm-hmm. and nothing but the truth. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just crazy, you know? So yeah, that's, that's definitely. And, and we've, I think I've mentioned this before, but I had, a, this might be stretching this a little bit, but, you know, had a philosophy professor that, that mentioned, you know, if you don't understand the other side of the argument, uh, as well as your own, or at least you know you're doing a disservice to the argument itself. So, right, you, yep. you're dishonoring the debate or the conversation because you're ignorant of the actual terrain or the the context or all those sorts of things. So, all those screeching wannabes out there that won't even have an intelligent discussion with you about the other side. Nope, this yeah. is just the way it is. Uh, well, and, no. and it, <laughs> well, and you know, I've, I've even in talking with folks here over the last few years, you know, a telltale sign is like, yeah, but that feels it feels <gasps> wrong, or it feels I feel like this, I feel like that. It's like that has nothing to do with thinking and reason and logic and, and truth. I, I don't know how I feel about that opinion. <laughs> exactly exactly feelings are not an argument yeah but we want to believe it to be so yeah but that's the way it makes me feel right you well, speak your truth cj you just keep doing you fair enough <laughs> you're gonna be in a pencil skirt before long <laughs> you couldn't pay enough for really get me in one of those <laughs> nope with spaghetti straps. All we got to do is get you drunk enough. <laughs> yeah. <That's>, uh... <laughs> you pass out. Yeah. Uh, we got pictures. I'll bet her, I'll bet her off. <laughs> yep. Whoever passes out first, stuff happens. But at the very least, CJ, just know that whatever we do, whatever pictures and evidence we have, it won't be out there in public. People will have to go to patreon.com backslash br nation and well, actually, actually have to pay a monthly fee <laughs> yeah fork up some cash <laughs> to see you in to... a i don't know only barbarians just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, an a-line dress with spaghetti straps and a warhammer or a battle axe <laughs> we'll put that on his only fans page <laughs> Intimidating or sexy? You be the judge. <laughs> you make the call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. We 
Which this brings us to the next rule. Embrace life. Seek strength without hate. See, you can't be a hater, CJ. We'll put the Warhammer in your hand. You look cool. Hey, I'm cool with it as long as people are paying to see that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You guys weren't asking very nicely. (laughs) (laughs) Those laws, there's money involved. What's it making me feel good? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, embrace life. Well, and I think um, there was a I mean, this is kind of uh, a spoiler alert if you haven't seen the Sandman series on Netflix, but it's really well done. The it, au- yeah, it's really good. I, I the was au- balls deep in that shit. It was, it's, it's very interesting, but there was a couple of things. I was like, eh, why did you put this in there? Yeah, but the uh, but the the cool thing about it is the actual the original author. He's also balls deep in it. And and while it deviates from the books and the comics that he he wrote the story for, um, where they could, they you know, they tried to hold true to the spirit of what he wrote. So that's really cool. Anyway, in it, there's there's a part where Dream is battling it out with Lucifer, and it's this weird esoteric kind of battle where they i'm a lion i'm a snake yeah yeah change themselves <laughs> into other things if that, and it was the weirdest battle i've ever seen but it was i know where you're it's going. really well done though like yes. it's really kind of cool like well, at they first you were a little like what the fuck yeah and what's then, going on whenever but it's it was moves, just small things but whenever it goes to bigger things you're like okay this is and yeah. just when at the very end like she's basically and whatever I'm anti life I'm basically swallow up everything sort of thing, and he's like what do you, and she's basically like what do you got left like what what can top that you poop, <laughs> and uh, Dream says um, I am I am hope and that's what make that's what I think of in this sort of thing right it's because and and whether you use Star Wars or whatever right the it's always easy to destroy going the other way is harder, but I think in the long term it's more, more rewarding. That makes sense. Highly you know, recommend that series too. Cause that, that just that battle alone was very cool. Hmm. I'll yeah. have to keep an eye out for it. And there's some interesting uh, ideas. Cause so dream is a, one of an eternal sort of force or being. But one thing that was interesting is they talk about nightmares. He, he creates dreams and he creates nightmares. And uh, it's just interesting. Like one of the nightmares he creates, he's like, I created you to, to force humans to look at the, look at the things that they don't want to face. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting that notion of dreams and nightmares having like, and I know this is a thing, right? We're interpreting dreams and it's our subconscious or our, our way of working through shit that happens to us or dealing with life or whatever, when we're sleeping. 
just an interesting way to spin it or think of it that made me go, Oh, geez. What if that's, you know, how crazy is that? Like you, you would nightmares tend, you know, they're scary things and they're whatever, but it, but that doesn't mean they don't have purpose, I guess, is where I was going with that. It's just an interesting idea. Well, isn't that why a lot of people go get high or go do a, Oh, what LSD shrooms, yeah, shrooms, shrooms. What's that? Say that again, mescaline. No, what's the one down that everyone goes down to Alaska? There, thank you. Oh, yeah, I always get that. I get words confused on that one. I can't say that kind of first. Yeah, no, Um, Ayahuasca, peyote. I think there's another one that I can't think of. Yeah. No, but I can I can actually speak to that one. Um, LSD can be a nightmare if you're in the mindset of being terrified. But there's always something to learn from it. It's like if you are scared, it'll it'll bring you down into being in like a bad trip per se. And so it's like kind of showing you that your thoughts really do control you. So like if you're having good thoughts, you're having a great time. If you have one bad thought, it can turn bad real quick. And it's just showing the effects on a like a multitude scale, like a hundred times that you're like having bad thoughts. Like the true power of yeah, the quality of your, of your thoughts. Yeah. And if you're somebody that has tend to like be depressed and have bad thoughts, it'll like force you to stop. And it, it'll just show you that you do have the power over your own mind but you just got to take control. I also don't ever want to do them again. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's just too long. You got your checkbox. Yeah. You did it. You got it done. Yeah. And you You can talk about it and you live through it. Yeah. And tell people not to do it. Pass it on. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't tell people not to do it. I would go at it with caution. If you're going to, I would give some recommendations and all that. Because there, I do know people that every time they do it, they have a great experience. They learn something new about themselves. And there's some people that do it for like, they get over things like they've had like past traumas. They can get past that because they have to fucking deal with it. it, it it's one of those things. It's like, you can't not, not deal with it right now. You have to, because if you don't, you're just going to be stuck in your own shit for however long this trip is and it's going to be right in your fucking face the whole time so if there's any listeners that have any questions i have (laughs) some knowledge and i can i can give you some pointers and help you out yeah well that's good i just yeah Hmm. i think i would just be happy you would think (laughs) that I know, but I, don't I, could, know. I couldn't tell you if you were going to have a good time or a bad time. Yeah. Shrooms is a totally different. Those two are just not even close to the same. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that you would think that, oh, they're both hallucinogens. Well, so is weed, but you just get high. Right. You don't really start seeing things. Psilocybin makes you want to be outside. It makes you, actually, if you're inside, it makes you kind of claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. LSD mm-hmm. is just totally fucking different. <laughs> that was. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's having flashbacks on us. Uh, I fucking think about that shit all the time. Honestly, <laughs> do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, how long ago was it? 
five hours ago. <laughs> Fuck, no, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> those those trips can last from anywhere from like four to sixteen hours. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't be here. Yeah, oh, no. he that, can't even the- make it from back from shopping. Think he's gonna make it back? <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't just. If it was just me, that would have been a different story. I know, but we still got to give you hell over it. Hey, okay, I, I lost sir. track of which rule I was on, and we kind of already talked about this one, so I'll I'll say it because I think this is where I'm at. You can destroy those who speak the truth, but you cannot destroy the truth itself. Is that the one we're on? Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is what we always... just basically talked about. And we kind of, I think we bled off from the 11th rule to the 12th. You can always kill whistleblowers. It doesn't mean the thing, shit didn't happen. Right. <laughs> the truth itself is still the truth. That never changes. Yeah. I mean, you're, uh, you know, yeah. Epstein you... killed himself. So we all know this. <laughs> well, and Earth. it's, uh, it is interesting, you know. I had um, one of my drumline instructors. He's. I remember this conversation like it was yesterday, but he he said, you know, you could you could get rid of. There's always going to be three to five percent of people that have kids, students, whatever that have a negative attitude, right? Like it just, and you could cut them out completely. Get rid of all of them. And magically, the next rehearsal, the next year, the next season, you're going to have three to five percent that's all that's still negative. Maybe less, maybe not as bad as the ones you got rid of. But so there's always going to be somebody who bitches. So the trick is to maximize those that actually have the positive attitude and all that sort of stuff and make sure that there's sufficient enough gravity sufficient enough pull in the positive direction that cuts out the, you know, minimizes the impact of the negative because it's always going to be there. So you're talking about the next role, Jimmy G. Maybe the one we haven't read yet. You're fine. Oh, I think you messed ahead. me up. I think he screwed me up on the last one because he switched gears. <laughs> so I think he just did it because he just explained he said the 13th there's... rule. What's the 13th rule? The 13th oh, rule I'm sorry. is speak the truth. Yeah. Yeah. The 12th rule is, is speak the truth. 13th, there always been those who hate and there always will be. That's, That's what okay. you just we'll, described. We'll fix this in post. He's we'll, going, yeah, this is another future to past. We got it flipped. It's, we'll, it's, it's we'll, the world of fantasy. Shit happens, people. <laughs> you just thought CJ was talking about going on a trip. We're taking yeah, you yeah. off. And here I am on a trip. Yeah, and I'm on one. Yeah, fuck. But yeah, and yeah, oh, sorry. So yeah, I, think I did get him reversed. Jimmy the tr- is on the trip. Maybe that's what it is. That's how I could see into the future. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, we we did talk about the truth part. Like, like there's always the truth. So we don't need to rehash that. <laughs> Okay, the 14th rule. In this life, everyone must die. None of us have a choice in that. Our choice is how we wish to live. And I think that's a good rule to end on with it. It's like, it's like I really want to reach out and I, I probably could dig and figure out who did these. But it's like, 
what books were you reading at the time? You know, where, where, where'd you get all these insights from? Because this is, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, I'm yeah, thinking this guy was the, listening to our podcast he <laughs> to must get everybody else fucking credit. Yeah. And then he just put it up on a web page and made a war class out of it. I, I like it, you know? So it's been sitting on my screen for a while. It just hasn't fit into any of our podcasts. So I was like, I'm doing this one tonight. Yeah. Well, and <clears throat> how many? Uh, it's like how many of us don't even make a choice to live? Right. Right. Like we just coast, <laughs> hopping in inner tube, and it's not, and it's definitely not like being in a tube with a cooler in a canoe with a cooler beer, just canoeing down the river kind of thing. It's like a people don't even do that; they just sort of. Yep. Are we moving? What? Float, what do you coast. mean? We're, what do you mean? My ass is stuck on the bottom. I thought we were floating for the no. Got a sandbar, didn't even notice, pal. Yeah. How long we been here? Well, when's the last time you put some sunblock on? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard. You're of awful red. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. What's it? You can't choose to die. You can only choose how to live. Oh, whatever. It's all bullshit. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's all high. It's, <laughs> yeah, <for> fucking ever. <laughs> what do you it? think There's... be your opt- optimal age to live to? Hmm. Oh, out of like everybody you know, when do you think it'd be like you just and we'll, we'll go out peacefully? You lay down one night, that's all there is. What do you think's the, a good age for that? For you personally, not other people. I don't know. I wish I could give you an answer because I, the one thing I can think of is I want to be able to see my grow grandkids grow up a little bit at least. Yeah. So you're going to be a real old fogey because you don't even have the first kid out yet. So you've got at least 20 years. I might be 50 years old and a grandpa. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Well, or, or you could go with like maybe maybe your your first daughter's a little bit of a you know promiscuous or whatever and has a I kid by fifteen. My son's gonna knock some chick up real early. <laughs> <laughs> that works too, you fuck. <laughs> you know, but I think you're gonna have a daughter first. I think um, you're gonna end up with the daughter first. If the Barnes genes come through, yeah, that's got no chance. No chance. No. Okay. My side, my side, of, my dad's side of the family, prevalent in the boys. So boys, they okay. had to like force girls to come out. <laughs> <laughs> we may have talked about this before, but do you guys have any sort of like a a friend of mine, one of my best friends here, local in town? He, his family, the first but like for going back as far as they can remember, the firstborn son of the family the middle name there's has the same middle name any subsequent sons 
doesn't matter, but the firstborn of every, so, um, like, uh, my friend, he was the firstborn son. So his middle name is the same as his dad's middle name, which is the same as my friend's firstborn son, etc. going back. Do you guys have any, or maybe not that same thing, but any similar sorts of things? I have the same name as my dad and my middle name is my grandfather's name. Hmm. Hmm. That's about it. Everybody right. else's doesn't. Is not Me and my brothers all have the same middle name. So. Jehoshaphat. Yes. <laughs> Jebediah. It's one thing. <laughs> but, but at least they're giving everybody the firstborn the middle name instead of their, instead of having a whole bunch of juniors. Yep. They at least give them a name to say. It's the guys that have six generations of everybody named first and they're putting a three after their name. I, yep. Hey, John. Robert. Yeah. And nine people turn around to look. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> <laughs> now serving. Number four. It's like getting fucking food at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, number two. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, who is it? George Foreman named all his sons George. George. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I every one of his sons, and he's got a lot of them. Yeah. So doesn't he have like eleven sons? I'd have to look it up. But it <laughs> yeah, feels it's like it's ridiculous. like an eleven. Yeah. Well, why? I yeah. You know. <laughs> Why do certain people like name like if your last name is Johnson or Jones or Jacobs or whatever, why would you ever name your son Benjamin? Because it's right off the bat. It's like, hey, BJ. (laughs) Yeah, no. Or, Or having a daughter, I don't know, like Brianna Johnson. Sounds like a nice name. But well, the, yeah. You would think parents would think of stuff like that. Uh, there's definitely some thought into the initials with the last name that starts with the G. G. And then it's like, you know, there's what what initial things, combination of letters that would get you know our daughter's shit because you know Francine and G just stupid crap like that right I think we've successfully navigated that but you always got to make sure that your kids aren't making getting made fun of or yeah there's probably Bob yeah, I don't you you don't want to tee it up for everybody else. <laughs> so if, if I already make the joke, there's no more jokes to be made. Exactly. Hey, exactly. Billy Bob Barnes, where else can you go from there, pal? <laughs> <laughs> got a long road ahead of you. What else do you got? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like everybody, you know, not everybody, but there's a couple folks that would give me shit, but they, you know hurl 
Hispanic or Mexican slurs at me and I just laugh. It's like, not even, is that all you got? That, <laughs> like, you're not even close, but keep throwing them if you. <laughs> I probably asked you this before, but have Hispanic people come up to you, started speaking Spanish? Oh, shit. All the time. Oh, all the time. I really hope that happens whenever I'm with you one day because I'm going <laughs> to die. <laughs> We'll have to set them up. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to go to like a construction site. You can like come to work co- with me one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll start talking to me and I'll just like. Talk to him. <laughs> you know, oh, you just look at me like I'm going to, I'm going to oh. respond. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to take you. You have to come visit me on a Wednesday. <laughs> Okay. Because I'm going to have you get out and talk to the Mexicans to get me loaded up. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you can have a nice cover. Taco. The last time he, he handed me the paperwork and I'm like, I need Tostada. a do I, do I need to sign these? Yes. Do you have a pen? Don't speak English. Noah. <laughs> and then I do the good old hand gesture for writing. He goes, Oh, and reaches in his pocket for a pen. <laughs> I'll just do I, whatever it, every was, American does. I'm really, I'm really good at Spanish handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish sign language is my specialty. Specialty. Yeah. Nice. I, I do like that American starts. Well, I think Spanish people do that as fucking Speak well. Louder and slower as oh. if maybe you'll get it. <laughs> to say that white people are just the ones that do that. Oh my fucking god. It's probably no. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> there is so many crews I've gone to and they're starting to speak Spanish. I'm like, yeah, like can you say it a little bit slower and louder? I'm gonna <laughs> fucking get it. <laughs> I'll just stand there like I'm glad this conversation is going somewhere. <laughs> it's happened what way was, more than I really want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. What was, what was the movie with Jackie Chan and with Chris? Um, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. You understand the words the word that are coming out of my mouth? Yes. <laughs> oh. I, yeah. Just do hand signals. I'll fucking get that before you say something. It's like, <laughs> it, it works. It does. Point, yeah, How yeah. is it that a sign language like that works, but we can't use verbal language? Gestures are universal. They are for the most There's part. more of a universality to it. Like everybody knows, most everybody should know what writing is. So if you, you know, make that sort of motion or cutting, like, I mean, whatever. People can understand. (laughs) Though, you know, one group of people that (laughs) I don't know what the fuck that means. (laughs) (laughs) That don't understand universal language are the idiots in parking lots when you're trying to turn with the big truck and you're like, come on, because I need to go this way. And you're they pointing, sit there and, and stare like, at you with the open mouth. They always have an uh, open mouth. At least yell at me, do something, whatever. It's like I have to turn and I have to go right about where you're at. So you need to move. 
Yeah, I think I have developed such a better sense about that knowing you guys because as soon as because I, 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 I think I'm being cool like yeah go ahead you're you're a huge hog of a thing you do you like I'll give you it but then when they wave me through it's like oh okay I need to go it means that so I, I can't come through pal yeah, yeah exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or Either I'll take out half your car you're at. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> speaking of this this had nothing to do with hand signals but they're <laughs> We were at a green light and there was a huge median enough for like two cars to be in. And this car in front of me just put his turn signal on and sat in front of me. And I had my window down. I'm like, there's a huge fucking median. And the guy started going out. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he had his window down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, it fucking worked. <laughs> However you get there. Yeah. <laughs> I started bust out laughing when we started started the gun. It finally fucking worked. Holy shit. <laughs> like a magic incantation that got people to do what the fuck they needed to do. CJ, how many people when you're coming up to a light will cut over into the turn lane to speed up and get in front of you? You ever have that happen? Yes. Okay. And then I almost hit him. I'm yeah, I, I usually do too. And you're, you're, but the other one that I'm starting to notice, and this is an indie thing, I haven't seen it as much in Chicago. They'll use that to cut around the whole line of traffic to cut back as soon as the light turns. They'll go, and I'm like, Where's a cop when you need one? It's like I almost wish I could get that. Uh, I needed like a um, one of them dash cams. Mm. For half of what I'm talking about, it would. I really need to get a dash cam and start showing people crazy idiots out there because you're like, what the? Yeah, but that one's been like recent. It's like people just cutting up and around. It's like, did a video go out or somebody that was doing it out on one of the crazy TikToks or something? And everyone's like, oh, let's see if we can do this now. And it's always fancy cars and people trying to, you know look cool or whatever as they zip around everyone i I did have this one guy today (laughs) that went straight so i was going down uh, it was a highway and i was going 65 and he cut right in front of me and then i go over so i don't fucking destroy this dude and then he goes the exact same speed as me on my right so and i'm like i'm not gonna slow down to get right next to you i have a governor on you cocksucker (laughs) Exactly. I'm going exactly 65 because that's how fast my fucking truck is. I'm not going to go 60 to get behind you. So I just sat there <laughs> and the guy like he's he's going 65 the whole time. But then he gets to 66 and barely has like a gap. And there's one guy that comes up right behind me, him. And I'm like, are we in butt fuck country? Yep. <laughs> like, are you both retarded? Uh-huh. And then the guy that was behind him got enough to get around him i'm like good god what is going on so i get over i'm like these are the people that you know if i wouldn't go to jail for hitting you i would just gladly do so just just start easing over that's what i want to do i just want to it got so bad i i got into with the group same kind of thing with the truck being governed in indy i finally just pulled off at an exit ramp flipped open my little thing on my phone and started reading for like 10 minutes 
just to get the whole slew of them. Because it was like a pack of them that were doing the... Just get away from me. You know, it's like, I want to drive 65 mile an hour. I don't want to keep slowing down to get behind you, speed back up again for you to... Yeah, just go over the speed. Just go over the speed. So I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Exactly. Just uh-huh. make life easier. See, we open and close with complaints about driving because that's what really matters to us. When you've driven 10, 12 hour days, that's what really matters, you know. Oh, so in the people out there won't care, but I'm curious on this one. Uh, CJ, is it uh, um, for the cops in your area? Is it one of those sprint weeks for pulling people over? If it is, I got, I haven't gotten pulled over because I have, watched? I have seen quite a few state troopers. I haven't seen DOT. I've seen state troopers all okay. over the place. Well, today I saw nine semis pulled over, hmm. and I had a short route. So now it's making me wonder if it, oh blitz weeks. I'm wondering if it's like one of the national blitz weeks for going after DOT or if it's a state thing. So, well, if it is DOT is not out. It's the state troopers. Okay. Well, we'll and I, I've I've seen way more than I normally have. have. Just in the last today, honestly, I've seen four of them. That's not normal. Normal. See, that's how I, I really was feeling. The metro that much. Yeah. Speaking of cops, this was actually a few weeks ago now, but uh, I was coming home. I don't know. It was like nine, eight, nine o'clock. I was late. And anyway, uh, coming home and uh, hop off the interstate. And as I'm hopping off, I can hear sirens and you see a couple of squad cars like going the opposite direction, but hopping off the interstate on the same street that I was and flooring it in the direction I need to go. There's like two that go that way. And then I finally get a green light and I go on the street that I'm supposed to go on. And here come three more squad cars screaming down the off ramp, swing on through again, heading the direction I'm going. So this is like five. And then as I'm getting to where I need to turn, two more show up. Wow. And I it felt like every every uh cop in the city plus half the sheriffs were basically right where I was on the road where I was going to go and they all fan out and whatever. And I made it home, happened to check later or as soon as I got home, I'm like, what, what the, in fact, I stopped at one point. I just stopped in the road, looked at my phone. Cause there's a Omaha scanner channel. On Twitter alert that keep, thing. Yep. That keeps track of stuff. Anyway, Basically, somebody had hit a cop car, like crashed into a cop car, Ooh. and then bailed on foot. Oh. And at the time they made the call, 
somehow or another shots fired was on top of the help officer. So it's like everyone and their mother plus the helicopter was all in this area. That's maybe, (laughs) you know, not even five minutes from my house. Like it's it, it like blocks from my house. And so it's like, as I'm driving home, I'm, you know, thinking, okay, the runner on foot was heading this direction, but, you know, then I'm, I see some strange dude walking past the street, my street that I'm going to turn on. And I'm like, looking at him, like, I don't know who the F you are. <laughs> and anyway, it turned out shots weren't fired. They ended up finding the dude, but, but it was just crazy. Cause it's like, like Here I said, they all it felt like every cop. Yeah. It's like, they were mobilizing for Iwo Jima. I mean, they were <laughs> like, it was brutal. Like it was D-Day invasion. I was like, whoops, somebody fucked up. <laughs> yup. That's like, it's time to go. Yeah, I'm just going to go home. Oh. So, anyway. <laughs> On that note. That note, hopefully everyone enjoyed our ramblings yet again. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. I hope it's giving you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset. Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. On our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm slash barbarian rhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at Steel Jans. That's S-T-E-E-L-J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram at Barbarian Rhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An apex predator.